What a beautiful song to come in the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the best darn 12-minute podcast on real estate. What a show this is. David Hall, my man Louis Armstrong. I also got Chris Foster here with me today. Foz, how are you? Doing good. Nice day in Metro Detroit. Beautiful day. It's just a wonderful world, isn't it? Steve Atkins, how are you this morning? Uh, doing fantastic. It's good to see you. Mr. Guideline, we call you. Oh, yeah. Guy knows every guideline under the sun. Tiffany's leaving the room. Good to see you, Tiff. Very special guest this morning, Lindsay Broadwell, realtor extraordinaire, all over Metro Detroit, selling real estate, helping people buy and sell. How are you, Lindsay? I'm great. Thank you. It's good to see you. Good to see you, too. So, as advertised, we're going to keep this podcast to 12 minutes or less because we got to give the people what they want in a short period of time. We can't go on and on and on and on. You know what I'm saying? You down with that? Sounds great. You're good with it? Yeah, okay. I'm great. Um, so, the big story, obviously, in the market continues to be all over the country, and no Metro Detroit, no exception, you know, these tight, tight inventories. We've been talking about it for a long time. Doesn't I don't see a lot of relief in sight from the standpoint that, you know, right now, there's just more buyers than there are sellers. And I know that that causes, I know you could tell some stories just about people making offers, 10 offers on a home in the first day, maybe more. I mean, tell oh, us yeah. tell us about what's going on out there in the market. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm working with buyers and sellers and on the seller side, it's crazy. First day on the market, you get 10 offers right? Um, on a house that you don't think is going to go that fast. Right. You get three offers and it's crazy above asking. Yeah. So, and then with buyers, they just... They put all they can on the table and get beat out. Yeah. So it's, it is a definitely a seller's market, and inventory is definitely still low. So You know what's interesting, too, and I talked about this uh, earlier this week in the Mortgage Minute. I wanted to run it by you and then get these guys' opinion. I'd never heard – well, I think I had heard of it, but just not in the, in, in the type of um, atmosphere we're in right now. A lot of people are doing what's called a reverse contingency where they'll sell you their house – but it's contingent on them finding something else. You know, the contingency was always, you know, I can, it was the reverse. You know yeah. what I mean? And how often are you seeing these reverse contingencies where if I'm going to, if I'm going to sell you my house, then I say to you, but I got to find something first. So you're yep. just going to wait on the sidelines and you're like, okay, I'll do that because there's no inventory. That's why they can get the sellers can get away with it. Yeah, definitely. Some, some of them can, especially for millennials, because they're usually buying their first home. Right. So those people are willing to wait. But then you have the people who sold their house yep. that need a house. Right. And then it just does the trifecta. It's the domino. Domino yeah. effect. Domino Thank effect. you. Yes. Domino effect. The and trifecta is something different. We'll talk okay. about that later. <laughs> Sorry. Go to the horse <laughs> Faz, and we're seeing this uh, in the office all the time where folks are trying to buy, trying to buy. We got a lot of pre-approvals. People are out there looking at it. It gets discouraging to some degree. Yeah. I mean, we continue to follow up with our clients, you know, two or three times a week with the agents, making sure that, uh, you know, we're make we're helping them to, um, with their finances at the same time, they're just saying we're putting in offers, we're putting in offers, getting beat, getting beat, getting beat. Um, it finally comes through. You just got to be uh, positive and know that the right house will come. So that's what we keep telling our clients. Yeah. Steve, anything to add to that? Yeah. I mean, just with a lot of uh, the people that are out looking for homes now, it really comes down to just being patient. Yeah. You know, that's the, the hardest part is you're excited to get into a house. You got your offer accepted to, to Lindsay's point after 35 offers. It, it's awesome mm -hmm. when you actually get that in, but you got to preach the patience of, you know, making sure you know this process might take a little bit longer. Lindsay, what's the, like some of the, I mean, like, I mean, I love kind of the one-off stories about what people are doing to get home. I mean, other than just offering more, 
right. other than just going over asking. Anything crazy you've seen out there that people are doing to try to make their offer the best offer? Like I heard about some buyers offering to pay transfer taxes for sellers, you know, just like yeah. little things like that. I'm wondering if there's other things going on like that. Yeah, they offer to pay above praise value. So like $10,000, $5,000 above the praise value because they are offering higher. And usually the listing agent is listing it to what they think it will appraise for. Yeah. So that's definitely one. Um, free occupancy for the sellers. Yeah. That's a huge one. That's helping people get in. Um, but yeah, I mean, doing everything they possibly can to get into that house and they still get beat out by yeah. other people who are going to pay more. Pretty <laughs> amazing. So next week, by the way, guys, you know, Fed meets and it'll be interesting. Last time the Fed met, whatever it was, 30 some days ago, uh, the Fed raised rates and we saw mortgage interest rates go down for a short period of time after the Fed raised. So, you know, we've talked before on the show, not a direct correlation. Anything can happen. But even in a rising rate environment like we've seen since the beginning of January, not deterring buyers, and we need more sellers, which is interesting. You were going to say something, Fuzz? Well, I was going to say, you know, a lot of these younger buyers are, you know, if they don't have the assets, and Lindsay, I was wondering a little mm -hmm. bit about this in regards to seller concessions. I mean, how often are you seeing those anymore? I mean, at all? Yeah, no, still, definitely. I mean, with the first-time home buyers, that's why they get beat out so often. So they're kind of not, I wouldn't say settling for a house, but not getting the house of their dreams because there's people out there that can come with cash on top of the appraised value and not needing the concessions. So some people have exonated the concessions and gotten help from parents and family members, but mostly it's crazy. And I know are we're seeing less and less just yeah. on our deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you finding that uh, some people are just saying, I'm out and going to rent? Has that happened? I mean, if you had if you had buyers that look and look and look and they say, yeah, just, I'm, I'm going to rent because I'm kind of out of the game. Not with me because I find them the house of their oh, dreams. Oh, <laughs> great answer. Perfect answer. But no, they, they say that and then I'm like, just hang in there. It's going to happen. And then we find it, their house on literally the next house or a couple later. So right. um, haven't seen that on my end yet. I'm going to do a little rapid fire here. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've got some questions and you guys feel free to jump in too, because I want to, I want all opinions. Um, some are more, you know, focused for Lindsay here, but let's talk about curb appeal real quick. Mm -hmm. it, it's something that gets talked about a lot. How often do you have to, and, you know, I'm using this term kind of liberally, but like fight with the seller to get them to understand, you know, the importance of the curb appeal. Cause people get emotionally attached to their home and then they feel like they don't need to do anything because their home is beautiful in their eye. But you oh, come sure. in with a different eye, which is the eye of who the potential buyer is. Tell me about some of those conversations. So the way I go into the listing, if I don't know these people, um, my partner and I actually put together a full list of what you should do on your house and try to think of it not like your house anymore mm -hmm. because you want to appeal to most of the people out there that aren't you. Yeah, right. That are totally different from you. Right. So you got to make that house, like I said, appeal to those people. So yep. the list entails like many things of not putting flowers out there, but putting mulch mm -hmm. maybe. Not putting, not spending a ton of money, but making it clean looking. Spruce it up. Yeah. How about the declutter on the inside? Decluttering's huge, <laughs> huge. <laughs> Definitely agree with that one. Um, professional pictures. I know sometimes people don't like people coming in their house taking pictures, but that helps your listing a ton, like a million times. Yeah. 
Yeah, so. I hear you. So, uh, Steve Atkins, just want to kick it to you for a second, just on you know what's going on with appreciation with homes. It's been interesting, and we've seen that in our office from the standpoint of people calling in, potentially wanting to you know take some cash out because we've seen all this appreciation and people staying in their homes. What are you, what are your thoughts as it relates to things that you see every day because you get so many scenarios with people that have all this appreciation and they maybe don't want to move because of the fact that um, their their house has been growing in value and it'd be hard to find something else. I mean, it's kind of a quandary, you know, that folks find themselves in. Yeah, but it's a big benefit. I mean, a lot of times people don't realize that that equity that they have in their house can be used for so many other things. Um, you know, I think prior generations, uh, you know, always looked at it as I want my house paid off. I don't want anything in there. Nowadays, with the way we are, I mean, making sure we get things paid off as far as credit card debt, consolidating uh, the Increasing values has actually been a great thing for everybody yeah. across the board. Yeah, there's no doubt. And so and we've seen that where people are feeling more confident and the economy is kind of rolling along. And a lot of that has to do with the home equity. I mean, it's 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 big. You know, when people feel like they've got chunk of change in terms of their equity, it's really important. It's a great thing. I mean, overall, I mean, even just taking a look at it and saying, hey, you know, today I can do some improvements to my house, the things I actually want to do for a long period of time. Having that ability now is is big positive yeah i, mean, I hear you and, and speaking of you know again how much is your house worth i mean we deal with this on a day-to-day basis from our clients that call into us looking to take some of the equity out you know there's there's sites like redfin and zillow and um, uh, other sites out there that give you an estimate but uh you know for people that are really looking if you have a friend like Lindsay who has access to possibly knowing what homes have sold for in the last you know 12 months that is truly the best way to try to find out what your house is worth because you know, it's hard for us. A lot of our clients think that like we have this special thing that we can just go and say your house is worth X. Mm. Uh, so being able to go and find, you know, a friend or even a, a referral that's a real estate agent might have access to some listings that have that have closed around your home. That really helps if you're looking to take equity out of your home. How much mm-hmm. do those sites drive you nuts, Lindsay? <laughs> Everybody says Zillow says <laughs> or my mortgage guy said it's worth or whatever, you know. I yeah. Mean, Some of my buyers and my sellers like to text me about Zillow and what it says they can afford. And they're like, well, why can't I buy this million dollar house? <laughs> it says it's only this much and I can afford it. And I'm just like, nope, not going to happen. But um, to that point that Chris said, it definitely I've had people come family members reach out to me about their house and now they're looking to buy bigger houses because of what houses are selling in their neighborhood and they weren't even thinking about moving so now it's definitely a good way to reach out to a realtor that you know no doubt okay we only got a minute to go Lindsay. just tell us about the forecast that you see over the next couple of months throughout the summer i mean is more inventory coming are buyers going to continue to be frustrated like what What's your take on, I mean, get out your crystal ball here for a, right? for a second. Right, I wish I yeah. had that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's definitely same as last summer. So yeah. inventory is low. Buyers definitely need to be ready to put their best foot forward. Talk to your family members if you need seller concessions to take those off. Um, be willing to not negotiate on inspection, too. It's just if you want that house, you got to be willing to do it. Right. Okay. Hey, um, Chris Foster, great first episode of the 12 12- darndest best minutes in real estate on a podcast or from the numbers guys best 720 seconds of real estate 12 times 60 i'll buy into that (laughs) steve atkins great insight appreciate you being on the show this week that's great you're bucking for a full-time spot aren't you obviously Lindsay broadwell how do folks get a hold of you if they want to find out about either 
They want a list. They want to buy whatever it is. Give them a website. Give them an email. Give them a phone number. Yeah. Give um, check out my email at broadwellhomes.com or my cell phone number is 248-767-7767. And her husband's a great guy. Yes, he is. I've I love him. I've known him for a long time. <laughs> all right. We'll see you all next week on the best darn 12 minutes in real estate on a podcast. Boom. <laughs>